0: This is marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. like this thing. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. We marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Marking Out proudly brings to you the best pro wrestling podcast in the world. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? Woo! 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 doing awesome. What kind of noise is that? Did I even say this is episode 311? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Did this you even see Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans? I have no idea, but this is episode 311 of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Catch us on the old Twitter at Marking Out, Facebook.com slash Marking Out, YouTube.com slash Marking Out 11, Marking Out.com, Pro Wrestling slash Marking Out. Those are all the points. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I'm doing great. I just finished a large cup of coffee, and now I'm ready to go. I'm all jazzed up, all energized. My gas tank is all full, and I am ready to record this shindig, fun party all night long. Marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Yeah, it's
0: the third time
1: now. And yeah, 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 yeah. Brandon, how you doing?
0: I'm doing awesome as always. How was your? How was
1: my week, he asked me, but do you actually care? I mean, genuinely. Do you? Or, or do you just ask because it's the flow of the podcast?
0: I mean, I genuinely care how your week was. Wow, that's... why well, I do not care how my week was.
1: No, I do care how your week was.
0: Um, well, my
1: week was very well. I think that this week is going by very quickly. I... Don't know where the time is flying, but let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of anything special that really took place. Nothing too crazy. So, so
0: no, basically nothing. We didn't do anything this week.
1: Uh, No, no, we did not. But, Brandon, did you do anything this week?
0: No, I did say we did not do anything this week.
1: Oh, I thought you were referring to me as we. I didn't know if you were including yourself in there, but... I guess. Why, that's would really... I, why would I refer to you as we? I I don't know. Some people um uh, do that kind of a thing, and oh uh, yeah. Anything planned for this weekend though? uh n- not anymore. I. <laughs> oh, what's that? What's <laughs> mean? Who bailed on you? <laughs> <laughs> who bailed? I, I wouldn't. It, I gently? wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say who bailed on me, but. Uh... Last week, when we were recording, my dad called me and asked if I wanted to go to Disney World on Sunday, all the way to the twenty seventh. Um, but that that just that's not gonna happen now. So, why not? It just you know just not gonna happen. Wow!
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, very secretive. Yeah. Very secretive. I mean, I
0: wouldn't say it's secretive. It's just not going to happen. It, it, you can't book Disney a week in advance. That's just not like. That's just not a thing you do.
1: Like, no, like like it, if you're it, if
0: you're going to Orlando, Florida for Disney World, then you got to book. I mean, the restaurants that I would have eaten that I would have wanted to eat at, they're all booked up already. Airfare is super expensive.
1: Well that's unfortunate.
0: So one day, one day I'll get to Disney World soon. One day. Yeah. Alright. They have well, Jimmy Fallon's ride is opening up in April, so maybe I'll maybe I'll go in April. What's his ride? At Universal Studios, I should say. So I would have to also go to Universal Studios. But he has what is like a, it's a ride through New York, like a virtual reality type of thing. Can't you just go to thing. New York though? I mean I can 100% we I went last week. I not well I went last week to New York but to actually to go see Jimmy Fallon's show the Tonight show. Well you've done that too. Yes, I have done that, which I encourage everybody in and around New York <laughs> to try and do but uh-huh. But it's a ride, it's a virtual reality ride. All right, well VR Troopers is
1: a cool show that everyone should check out.
0: Is that like a new thing, or is that from the 80s? Because Oh, never- no,
1: that's from the early 90s. Never heard of it.
0: <laughs> really? You never heard of VR
1: Troopers? No. It was a TV show and I think, Nick. Yeah, I've but- never. I, at least I don't remember hearing of that. Well, we can't blame you for that one. But let's get on to some outside the ring news. Unfortunately, this week... Uh Jimmy Superfly Snuka passed away at the age of 73 years old. Uh unfortunate our our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to his friends and family. Um any memories of Superfly? Uh
0: personal memories? Do, you, do yeah. have you ever met him or no? Uh
1: no, no, I don't believe
0: I have. I I did. I met Jimmy Snuka uh after WrestleMania 20 and uh-huh we were lined up to get autographs as one would do as a young kid as a young buck at the hotel and uh he picks up my pen to sign my program literally puts the pen to the to the page and this woman i guess maybe it was his agent or something like runs over don't you dare don't absolutely not do not dare do that wow yeah and uh, and he goes, he, like, did the I love you hand gesture. He goes, sorry, brother. Can't do that. Really? Yeah. Who is this woman? I don't know. And then Rikishi got off the bus, and she goes, don't you even think about talking to him. I was like, what is that? Like, not, she didn't say that to me. She said that to, like, everyone else there. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, though. But And she was, like, a WWE. Uh... I, I don't know if she was with. The Hilton Hotel. I don't know if she was with WWE. I don't know if she was with Rikishi and Jimmy Snuka. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, so I don't have any. Like I'm, like I mean, Shawn Michaels stopped and signed for people. Uh huh. Kurt Angle, I think. Yeah, Kurt Angle stopped and signed for people. Foley did. So like, I don't know. Understand? I don't know why they had. I I've actually, I think the woman said they're not getting paid enough for this and then cursed Mm -hmm. s-word yeah so i'm assuming like she was like an agent or something i don't know that's a family member i have no idea yeah but he goes sorry brother can't do that right now
1: yeah well Well, our thoughts and prayers go out to his friends and
0: families um all right well also I i always i like the the I mean more recently with him and Roddy Piper in the Royal Rumble from Madison Square Garden where the, yeah. the, the the they were all fighting and then all of a sudden like Snuka runs out Piper's out there and they just stop to watch these two fight. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, Kurt Angle was announced as the first inductee of the 2017 WWE Hall of Fame and he said he wants None other than. Wait,
0: wait, 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 Before you announce who he said. Who Before you, I announce, who would you have wanted to see him get, get inducted by? because um... there's like a long list of who like potentially could have could it it could have been. Like there's um... there's I mean like maybe Edge. There's Rey Mysterio. There's The Rock, Stone Cold. Um, maybe maybe Shane the Rock McMahon, maybe the Rock or the person who we chose. Yeah, well, I mean, as of right now, he did say that he wants uh, Stone Cold to induct him. So we'll see if that happens. But who knows? Well, well, deserving of this Hall of Fame induction. Oh yeah, it's a huge announcement. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I would have not have. I wouldn't have expected that from this year and then I guess the whole the other names that we mentioned previously are still said to be getting inducted this year Mm -hmm. with DDP, Rick Rude, IRS, Natural Disasters Um, I don't know if I'm missing anyone else but and then they there's rumored. um Beth Phoenix yeah I don't that's that threw me yeah they have Beth Phoenix um I don't know who else I'm pretty sure I named sure. everyone else that was yeah. rumored. But Beth Phoenix, is that not weird? Right? It's like, different. Did, like, did she have a Hall of Fame career? Like, I don't know. I don't think so.
1: I, 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 but I'm also a little bit jaded for when these uh, more recent wrestlers start to get inducted.
0: Like, how How do you induct her first before like, someone like Ivory? Like, uh-huh. Or, or, I mean, I don't know who else. Yeah, I could understand where you're coming with that. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, yeah, definitely Kurt Angle deserves it. And uh, Dixie Carter threw out a congratulations to him.
1: Very nice.
0: And I like that Kurt Angle said that he hopes that somehow WWE can get their hands on the TNA library. Because there are people in WWE that like he had tremendous matches with that like like Samoa Joe, like Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, and uh I think he named somebody else, but but it would be cool to have that. And I said, I agree. He said I believe he said also that he he hopes WWE like doesn't just like completely skip over his time in TNA.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would be unfortunate, though, if they did, because he didn't do a lot over there.
0: He did. He, he was there more years than he was in WWE, so... Really? Yeah. I, I think Kurt Angle was in, like... Kurt Angle must have been t- 10 years in TNA. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember his debut? I don't. Against Christian? No, that was Sting. Well, well just his debut in
1: general, where he appeared? No. I watched it recently, but definitely, I would go back and Who check it, it all out. Who was uh, it with? I, I'm just, I don't, I, I'm just thinking of his entrance. Oh. Coming up from the stage, I think it was. Yeah.
0: Like, I think, I think he spent seven years in WWE and 10 in TNA. Just, just TNA? That's, it's absolutely nuts, but, yeah, so, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he wants to induct him, and We'll see. I, I love the idea. Yeah, and we'll see about everyone else getting inducted.
1: The question is, will anybody be getting a milk bath? I highly doubt
0: that. But like, this also opens the door. Like last year, a huge thing with WWE Two K Seventeen was that there was no showcase mode on the disc. Mm -hmm. Like they have DLC, uh, uh, like one DLC Hall of Fame showcase coming out, which I assume will come out in February. Um, but a big part of them not doing a Brock Lesnar storyline was the fact that they couldn't secure guys like Kurt Angle for Mm -hmm. this. So this opens up a huge door. Like hopefully Kurt Angle could end up being like the cover or something of 2K18 and like having like a haired version of Kurt Angle, a bald version of Kurt Angle. And and we'll see like a full showcase mode of angle, which hopefully that leads to Taz being in the game and a bunch of other people. Huh? You would yeah. have to include Taz, right? I mean, how could you not have Kurt Angle's first like official loss? Like, he, I think he, you you have to. I agree. I think you gotta include him. Now, does that like would you if you were doing a showcase mode of angle? Would you include Bob Backlund? Yes, <laughs> I would. Like he, like, he played a little part in that beginning phase. 100%. Yeah, so. And then, does this mean, will we see Kurt Angle show up in the Royal Rumble? Imagine. Will Kurt Angle have a match at WrestleMania this year? Would he you flip out? I I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I honestly have no clue. I, I would be, I would pop, I would definitely mark out. I probably would. So, we'll see. Royal Rumble comes out next Sunday. It comes out. It it is out. It it happens next Sunday. And by next Sunday. It happens next Sunday. I mean the 29th, not the 22nd. (laughs) What's happening? Yeah. So, uh, moving on from that, some news that hit the internet on Monday was a fan bashing Randy Orton after an altercation with him at the gym where the fan said that he approached randy orton and asked for a picture and orton pointed to his ears and said i can't hear you pointed to his to his headphones and then the fan walked away and then took a picture from afar and randy orton began to yell at him and berate him up in his face
1: well, I mean, we've seen similar situations with Randy Orton. I mean, well, well, you have personally.
0: Oh which, yeah, you, which, I keep him which... for some reason pretty big. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, there was also another rep- a fan also reported that um, that that story couldn't be like further from the from the truth because really, yeah, because he posted a picture with Orton and they were both smiling in the gym. So I don't know. I mean, it must have happened in, like, Orton must have said, like, no, I'm working out right now. And then the the fan that had, like, a good experience must have caught Orton at, like, the end of his workout or something. Mm -hmm. Because um, Orton did, he acknowledged it on Twitter. And he goes, like, oh, I must have pissed somebody off or something. Like, I must have offended somebody, time to grow up or something like that. Which, like, yeah. in any sense, if a wrestler's working out, why would you bother him? I I never get that. So, and then Lance Storm wrote, like, a whole long thing in support of Randy Orton. So I saw like, that
1: part. I still haven't seen the picture or anything. But I think it's awful when, uh, when uh, fans kind of step over that border. And, I mean, it's the same thing when people are at the airport, you know?
0: And it's funny cuz Lance Storm said that wrestlers are like always at their worst in airports I believe. Said something like that or like wrestlers are always like the most annoyed at airports. Mm-hmm. And it's like Well, I mean I, it's understandable. I, yeah. I, I mean, don't I you're, wouldn't
1: you're you're on the flight, you're barely getting any sleep. Maybe you could catch some sleep on the flight. But you just want to be in a hotel, or you, you just want to be with your family and left alone, you know.
0: Like I, I, I'm pretty sure I've said it on the show before. The only reason that you should be able to go up to a professional wrestler or anyone, a celebrity, anyone at the airport is is, is if you're there to also fly. I agree. So hotel, I can't really say the same, but I, I mean, I have gone to hotels before. Like I said, with Snuka.
1: I mean, I have to But I wasn't. I wasn't, I I wasn't inside.
0: I wasn't inside the hotel or anything. And even like when we go to the Mar- when we have gone to the Marriott, we haven't like. I'm not like an abusive person. Like I'm not like abusing the right that I'm in there. I'm not like hounding people for autographs. And I always thought that was the weirdest thing to do.
1: No, we were never disrespectful to them. Gave them the space, you know. Didn't bombard.
0: Said what's up, and that's it. Never.
1: If they came over for an autograph, they came over. If they didn't, they didn't. But <laughs> that was okay.
0: If they came over to get our autograph?
1: Yeah. I mean, Sheldon Benjamin did that once. He was like, oh, hey, I know you guys. Can I have your autograph? And it was weird, but we did it. Yeah.
0: Like my friend tells like a story. <laughs> my friend uh-huh. tells a story about how he waited outside of the Coliseum one time or after a show. And Eugene was there. And he was sitting there like, oh, hey, Nick, come on, Nick, you're so cool, or something like that. And Why? Like, I was like, but you don't know him. He goes, but like, I know his name is Nick. And I was like, but, yeah, but you like, don't you... do that. I was like, but you don't know him. Did he ever introduce you? That's yeah. what I'm saying. As... Like, you don't know no. him. It's like, you just don't do stuff like that. If a wrestler's working out, wait for him to be done with his session. If the wrestler's eating, wait for them to be done eating.
1: If they're with their family at an amusement park, ask them (laughs) after they got off the ride, not during it.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Were you on the ride with him?
1: No, I wasn't even going on the ride. (laughs) That's funny. I actually think he got on the ride to avoid me. (laughs) <laughs> he goes, well I don't like roller coasters, but
0: I'm gonna but do But I guess I wanna do that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, bam roasted. Yeah, it happens. But yeah, so Randy Orton, there's always these stories that are like this, but they always they are there are always these people that do stuff that like you just don't do. Yeah. You wait.
1: You and then wait. they go on the internet and bash them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So well, um, this past week,
1: Tajiri injured his right knee and is not clear to compete. Um, very unfortunate, considering that he just signed that contract. Well, he just made he just his, returned, yeah. Yeah. Just
0: returned. So hopefully he will be not out for such a long time.
1: Yeah, hopefully he will be a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble.
0: Highly doubt that. Me too. I wonder. Yeah, no, there's no way. I was gonna say I wonder if any. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wonder if there's gonna be any of the guys from 205 Live in the Royal Rumble, but that would just defeat the purpose of 205 Live. You think? Yeah, because what they're gonna go on to become WWE champion. You never. I could see Jack Gallagher being in it, but like that just wouldn't make sense. I don't know. I I I I think I think he could if he was to be in the Rumble. I think he would get a decent pop too.
1: I agree. So, I think that would be cool to include some of the 205 live wrestlers.
0: But there's also like I don't think uh that's like still winding down spots. I think there's like 11 unnamed people at this point. Which is just so absurd given who's announced for it. Yeah. So, like I said before, there's too many big names in that. I would love to see somebody from 205 Live. I would like to see somebody from NXT. I would like to see these undercard guys that just aren't going to get their shot to be in the Royal Rumble because Undertaker, because guys like Goldberg, Brock Lesnar. There's no need for them in the Rumble. Yeah. I, I don't know. But speaking of the Royal Rumble, Jerry Waller announced on Talking Smack that he is going to be calling the Royal Rumble match with Michael Cole and Corey Graves. I think Corey Graves. And um, Michael. So I'm, I'm, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Jerry Waller's not on commentary all the time. Yes, I'm, I'm cool with it. Especially now. He's coming in as a, as a, as a special guest. As opposed to have having been there the whole whole time. Mm-hmm. So we shall look forward to that. It'd be cool if they were like Taz is gonna be calling the Raw Rumble. That would never happen, but uh, I would enjoy it. Yeah, I would. I would too. But yeah, um, Triple H kind of confirmed in All Women's tournament for the WWE Network this week, um, where he said that if if they do end up doing it, it like, because things change last minute all the time there, he mm-hmm. said they would probably most likely do it in the summertime. So hopefully this summer we'll see a women's tournament, mm-hmm. where hopefully we'll see a bunch of women that are U.S. wrestlers that deserve to be in a tournament such as this. And go hmm. on to get signed by WWE. There's so many women out there that are just never Diana De- Perazo. I'm right? already, let's I'm I'm already predicting she's gonna win. I mean that'd be interesting that should there's like other people like cheerleader Melissa, she should hundred percent be in it. Imagine if I would pop. I would like to see uh sexy star or uh Dolce Garcia now. I think mm-hmm. she could be in it. Thunder Rosa I don't know what the Lucha Underground contracts are like, so... Mm-hmm. Um, Candice LeRae, uh, obviously.
1: Marty Bell. She yeah. just said it's not under contract with TNA anymore. I think same thing with Jade. Um, Mia Yim. But then, yeah. But trip, yes. but, uh, um,
0: uh. Sue Young. Yeah, there's so many names. Triple uh-huh. H. I think Triple H said that he's going to, like... They would want to do how they did, like, the Cruiserweight Classic and, like, find international people as well that like we've never heard of so you got to factor all of that stuff in there too but they're like everyone that we named i would say 100 percent deserves to be in deserves to be recognized at that level Mm -hmm. so
1: i any other names that you i think that they didn't they just sign a few japanese wrestlers too maybe they'll include them they did
0: that's like i would have no idea I wouldn't hmm. know. I don't know their names, so Imagine they got like Bolnakano for the tournament. Huh.
1: Imagine the guy uh what's her name? Asa Khan? No. Is it Asa? Asa Kong. Not amazing.
0: Aja yeah, well, Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But uh spe- I guess speaking of Japan. Uh, Kevin Mm -hmm. Kelly and Don Callis, uh, otherwise known as Cyrus the Virus or the Jackal in WWE. Uh, They're now going to be the English commentary team for New Japan Pro Wrestling streaming events. That would
1: be interesting. Yeah, so. Um, Kind of old school WWE. Cyrus the Virus I've always been a fan of. Yeah. I mean, he's really entertaining too. I didn't realize how how much he's done for the, in the business too. He's been around the block a time or two.
0: Yeah, he goes back uh, with Smoky Mountain wrestling.
1: Yeah, way back.
0: All with uh, Lance Storm, Chris Jericho, and all them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for those new commentary teams.
1: Yeah. Um. That's about it, right? Yeah. Outside the ring news. Oh well, I guess oh, we could also mention.
0: I feel like I've been reading more and more outside the ring news, too.
1: I was going to say we
0: can mention the fact that WWE edited a video that I wonder if someone's getting in trouble for even posting in the first place to the Facebook page, uh, where they went around asking pro wrestlers who they would like to see be a surprise entrant into the Royal Rumble, where Seth Rollins said Kenny Omega, and Luke Gallo said Tama Tonga and Carl Anderson said, "Bad luck, folly, those three uh suggestions yeah. Yeah. are now cut from the video, huh, so I wonder, Very... I wonder if someone's getting in trouble, <laughs> but I thought it was really funny, Ms not Ms. everybody could do what John Cena does <laughs> like <laughs> right, exactly, absolutely hundred yeah. percent, but I thought it was funny that Ms suggested he goes, Oh, I want to see Ryan Gosling, yeah." People I, – I, what would people – I mean, would, women like, women love Ryan Gosling. Yeah,
1: no, that's true. What it would, would
0: happen if he was like – like, what would the reaction be? People would have to – they would have to boo, right?
1: Oh, yeah, they'd boo. i say Kevin Federline uh, reaction. I uh, would
0: say, also how dare you? Yeah, right. How dare you? And at least, like, he – I mean – I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Ryan Gosling's not trained at all, but at least no. Kevin Federline went into it. Like, well, I, um, I still can't believe that happened, but... Yeah.
1: Also some news, Undertaker, apparently he's pushing back major surgery. He's supposed to be uh, reportedly having to undergo full hip replacement, a total hip replacement at some point. So who knows how uh, how much he's actually going to be participating in the Royal Rumble and at... um. What is it? WrestleMania. So... Didn't he
0: just have a hip replacement, too? He may
1: have just had a little surgery, minor. But... Because he was on crutches. Hmm. I... Yeah, I don't know. It depends on what kind of
0: surgery they did. And I think Vince McMahon had the same surgery. That's Hmm. why he's been on crutches recently.
1: Huh, that's interesting. Uh, let's see here. We also have the news that they're going to have a new U.S. and a new IC championship belt coming soon. So that should be interesting. Let's go. Yeah, apparently they are replacing
0: the old ones. Um, they're looking at... I guess that's see. why it makes... Why Dean Ambrose planted the seed and asked shane mcmahon for a new title yeah that makes sense with that he's like this one smells and shane goes well it's the only one we have so Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that does make sense with that with that him asking them uh aj styles his suitcase was stolen so whoever stole it give it back to him did you do you read what was stolen from that uh, yeah, I mean, it's the case that he's, he's been touting the case on, uh, oh, oh, down, down for a long time.
0: Yeah, uh, but it also said there was money taken.
1: Yeah, he a had A thousand,
0: a thousand US dollars and then seven thousand dollars in yen? Yeah. Why does he have yen? Oh, good question. Like, why are you carrying yen in the United States? Like, is that like, like maybe it's a good luck thing? I don't know. <laughs> That's a weird thing to have on you to get stolen. Uh, it is. Well, maybe he goes over there frequently. I don't know. When was the last time you saw AJ? Styles was going to Japan. Maybe he will. Maybe he won a bet with someone that had yen on them. I don't know. I was thinking that as well, but like <laughs> <laughs> that's like such a weird thing. That's like it is super weird. But like I I would understand it because like when I was paid a hundred dollars to get my beard shaved off six years ago was in Canadian because mm-hmm. it was all they had. So like I would understand if it was that, but like that's a lot of money to to be betting.
1: But, yeah. But who knows?
0: Um, Ooh.
1: Yeah, so all right. Let's go on to some indie results now. On January 13th, Shine 40 in Arbor City, Florida, Sue Young defeated Angel Rose, Jamie Jameson, and Jesse Bell Smothers.
0: Yeah. Uh, Malia Hasaka defeated Brandy L- Lauren. Xandra
1: Bale defeated Ariel Monroe.
0: Candy Cartwright picked up the victory over Leva Bates. Uh, Rachel Ellerine defeated Chelsea Green. And for the Shine Tag Team Championships, in a three-corners match, Raquel and Santana, the Tag Team Champions, defeated Las Sicarias and C4. And uh, in the main event, for a vacant Shine Championship in a three-way match, Lufisto picked up the title, defeating Allison Kay and Mercedes Martinez.
1: Yeah. So she's Um, the new
0: Shine Champion.
1: Yeah, on the 14th, CCW Awakening for He's New Jersey. XWX shotgun title on the line. David Starr. It's, it's WXW, bro. Oh, what did I say? XWX. Wow. Awkward. XWX
0: shotgun <laughs> no, no, title it's on the line.
1: <laughs> wow, I did it again. WXW shotgun title champion. David Starr defeated Alexander James.
0: Anthony Henry picked up the victory over Sean Carr.
1: Ace Austin versus Jimmy Lloyd went to a no contest.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tony Deppen uh, defeated Tim Donst.
1: And also, the CCW tag team title was on the line. Scarlett and Graves
0: defeated the boys. Yeah, so they retained those titles. Uh, David Chris defeated Sammy Callahan. Uh, Jeff had- Cannonball picked up the victory over Mike Dell.
1: Heck yeah, Mike Dell. I think that's his CZW debut, right? Well, no, but he lost, so.
0: Eh, but it's a debut. I'll
1: go with it. Hardcore match Connor Claxton versus Drew Blood
0: went to a no contest. And the CZW World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Champion Joe Gacy defeated and successfully retained the title against Ricky Shane Page. Yeah.
1: All right. Some more results we got no, on the 20- That's uh, upcoming.
0: Oh
1: <laughs> yeah, that, well, good thing that's because a band I was gonna, roasted
0: to you though for not reading. Yeah, I was
1: about, I was about to go with that. The twenty eighth is already passed, yeah. but upcoming, re- upcoming results, upcoming wrestling events to check out on the twenty eighth. MCW Broken Anniversary in Joppa, Maryland. Anthony Henry taking on Leo
0: Rush. Mm, I believe that says two thousand seventeen. By the way, <laughs> I think that's oh. what it is. But, uh, yeah, so uh, they have the MCW, MCW Tag Team Championships number one contendership on the line in a four corners match. Coast to coast will be taking on Guns for Hire, as well as the Appalachian Outlaws and the Hellcats.
1: Yeah, you also have Greg Exlin taking on Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, who's going to be having Maria Manik on his side. Yeah. Well, along his side.
0: Andy Weinberg will be take. uh Andy Weinberg will be teaming up with Jeremiah and Sean Studd to be taking on the Bruiser.
1: Yeah, you also three on
0: four. Uh, three on one match.
1: Yeah, you also got
0: Brandon Sean Studd,
1: That's a uh, John Big John Studd's uh, son. Yeah. So that's going to be a stiff competition
0: there. Uh, Brandon Scott taking on Dante Caballero. The MCW Women's Championship will be on the line. Champion Molina will be defending that title against Brittany Blake. MC, uh, sorry, Chuck
1: Lennox. Lennox and Drolix take it on Damian Martinez and Napalm
0: Bomb. Yeah. And probably the main event, the TNA World Tag Team Championships as well as the MCW Tag Team Championships will be on the line head-to-head. Obviously, TNA ha- uh, Tag Team Champions are the Hardy Boys, the Broken Hardys. Uh, they're going to be alongside Rebby and Senor Benjamin. And they will be taking on the MCW Tag Team Champions, the Ectorage.
1: Yeah. So go check All that right.
0: out. Chopper, Maryland, next weekend. Yes. Hey, Dave. Nope, not yet. <laughs> nope. Let's just uh, let's just take a break and we'll be right back here on marking out. Hey, this is Kurt Angle. This is marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome back to marking out episode number three eleven. Also, the name of a band that I'm sure is going to be touring this summer. Go see them. I'm not a you, fan you. of theirs, but
1: go, go them see them anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, this past weekend, WWE had a tournament for the WWE United Kingdom Championship, first ever, on January 14th and January 15th. This was awesome.
1: I thought that, I don't know what I like more. The matches themselves, the production that WWE put into it, or
0: the audience. First of all, the venue was incredible yeah it was like as if the Hammerstein ballroom and Manhattan Center was like getting the royal treatment it was incredible it was a a, some ballroom in Blackpool England and uh yeah so the crowd was great Michael Cole was great on this on commentary with uh, Nigel McGuinness. um what else was was incredible about this um, I liked
1: how they had the championship uh, out on the stage the entire time.
0: Yeah, we we didn't know most of these people, so there were some people in this tournament that absolutely blew me away. Mm-hmm. But uh, first round matches, you saw Trent Seven pick up the victory over HC Dyer. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I was impressed with uh, Trent Sevens uh, Seven. Yeah, his lariat was pretty sick.
0: But, uh, uh, Lariat was that? Not was he the one that did the Rainmaker?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Someone did I think, the Rainmaker. Uh, I think it was him. I don't not know.
1: Positive though. Not too sure. Um, but nothing to take away from H C Dyer. I think that this was a good match to open up the tournament with too. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Deflin picked up the victory over Daddy Birch, which I was surprised here. <clears throat> Gazuntite. Oh wow! Excuse me. Yes, you were surprised. <laughs> I with... was.
0: I was surprised that you sneezed. Start. No, but I was surprised that Danny Burch lost in the first round, given that like, they had him like, oh, I was, I had my shot in NXT, and now I'm back here to prove something, and then literally just lost. And yeah. I, I had no well, they, idea. But it was a good match. And it ended weird though too, because he got he got busted open. Back of his head got busted open from a kick. Jordan Devlin so I don't know if that was like the the actual Uh it it ended after that right
1: I don't well they had a post-match I really liked the fact that they shook hands and Devlin super uh, gave him a sidekick right to the face yeah right after that handshake instant heat with the fans with the audience he's setting up the tone for the rest of the tournament whenever he wrestles to be hated
0: yeah, he was a Finn, he's a Finn Balor guy, a protege. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was interesting. I, he definitely blew me away in this tournament. A hundred percent. I would like to see him get signed by WWE.
1: I I would like to see a lot of these guys get signed.
0: Yeah, uh, another match that took place in the first round of the tournament. You saw Sam Gradwell defeat Saxon Huxley. Uh, mm-hmm. Fans were chanting default I, I don't know if this actually now I don't remember if it was the first night or the second night that they were chanting that to him because he looks like a created character in 2k oh that's funny yeah uh that's funny he, he tweeted uh, out he goes well okay to the fans chanting that at least I'm the most easy to create in video game <laughs> that's, that's true. true yeah up next you saw Pete Dunn defeat Roy Johnson uh pete dunn impressive here A
1: big fan of his finisher the pump handle flatliner
0: yeah i didn't i didn't get it i didn't uh really, what what didn't you get i don't know there was like i just like I, I don't know there was just i didn't get it what
1: didn't you get from it though
0: i just i don't know i'm not like it just seems pointless to me i don't know how I, I, it just it did i don't know Oh, I'm, not, wow. I'm not taking not anything away. Attribute. Yeah, I just I wasn't it just didn't it just seems pointless to do something like that. I'm not like not a fan of Pete Dunne now. I'm I've seen him wrestling fantastic professional wrestler. I'm I'm gonna stick to my guns. I like the finisher. Well, up next we saw Wolfgang defeat Tyson T Bone. This dude blew me away. I was like, bulking. yeah, I was like, I I hope this dude, win. like the match starts. I was like, I hope this dude wins and I hope he goes on to like the semifinals or something. Big guy. Yeah. And moved really quickly on his feet. His finisher, I agree. He, he hit a swanton bomb as his finisher. Mm-hmm. Absolutely impressive. And, um, and just,
1: to, just to cut ahead, since you're talking about that in the quarterfinals, he performed a moonsault off of the barricade. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh next up you had Joseph Connor's big victory over James Drake. Um both both wrestlers impressive. hmm Uh anything else to really say about that?
0: No. This one I didn't know who was gonna win. Back and forth. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know who to choose. But uh yeah, Connors won. Up next, you saw Mark Andrews defeat Dan Maloney. Uh This was another guy, Mark Andrews. You see him in TNA. You see him on this platform. I was just, he absolutely could 100% be signed by WWE and fit in in NXT right away. I I agree. I don't think he needs that much time to build up
1: his name. And I think he could fit right in.
0: And it was really cool. They let him use his theme song for the tournament interesting yeah he has a band and he sings in it he sang his own theme song so it was pretty cool oh that's cool Uh,
1: Tyler Bate picked the victory over Tucker very impressive Uh, Tyler Bate fan favorite everyone loved him
0: yeah which I guess Tyler Bate Pete Dunne and who is it Trent Seven Trent Seven are in a group together in pro- progress.
1: Who is this? Dunn, Seven, and who?
0: Bait. Bait? Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Um, and then and after
0: after Tyler Bait won, Pete Dunn ran into the ring and attacked... Oh, no. That was... That was later. League. Pete Dunn attacked uh, Sam Gradwell, though, mm-hmm. when they were all lined up.
1: Which I thought was pretty cool, setting the name for himself.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, something with that, like, the Cruiserweight Classic kind of needed more of, like, some more storyline type of things.
1: Yeah, like, let me know who I should cheer for or who I should boo. Yeah. And this definitely let you know who to boo and who was not the crowd favorite. Uh, but that led into the quarterfinals where Pete Dunne picked the victory over
0: Sam Gradwell. Yeah, so right, right then you see Pete Dunne attack Sam Gradwell the night before. Goes on to defeat Sam Gradwell. Seems like he'd be the favorite to win this. Um, Mark Andrews picked up the victory over Joseph Connors.
1: And just to add to that with Pete Dunn, just to backtrack, uh, they were posting all about Triple H and William Regal really going after Dunn backstage about how he can do such a thing when he's given such an opportunity.
0: Yeah, and then they decide. They're like, oh, we're not going to – there's not going to be any punishment for Pete Dunn. Yeah, but, okay, uh. So after that, we saw um, well, Wolfgang. After, yeah, Wolfgang defeated Trent Seven. This um, I, I didn't think Wolfgang was gonna win it.
1: I didn't. I thought Trent Seven was gonna go all the way to the finals, I thought, or at least to the semis.
0: I thought so as well. But yeah, so Wolfgang picked up the victory, which was surprising, and I was I was happy because this guy absolutely blew me away on the fourteenth. Mm. So yeah.
1: Uh, next up, you had Tyler Bate defeat Jordan Devlin to advance to the semifinals. Uh, Devlin, he did a move that I've never seen done before that I thought was really cool. He used the ropes, the ring ropes, to bounce, uh, to bounce back and rebound into Bates's face, and I thought that was pretty cool. He just let it, he just pulled it back, 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 and let it go, kind of like a slingshot.
0: Yeah,
1: I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So, hopefully, we do see a bunch of these guys get signed. Uh, I, I, I still have no idea what's coming of this tournament. Uh, what do you mean? Like, what happens after this now? Mm-hmm. Like, they get their own show, or what's the deal? I don't know. Huh. Not too sure. But uh, the semifinals for the WWE United Kingdom Championship tournament. First match, we saw Pete Dunn defeat Mark Andrews. So, so disappointed here.
1: I, was just, I, I,
0: I mean, I, either way, I guess yeah, I would fine either way. Been fine. I was just cheering on Mark Andrews for this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, yeah. And yeah, then, and
1: then you had Tyler Bate pick up the victory over Wolfgang, which I was impressed with. And I love the fact that Tyler Bate hit Wolfgang with his finisher. The, uh, what was it? the um, Tyler Driver? Yeah.
0: Which I liked his variation of that, where uh he like leaned in to pin his opponents. It puts more leverage into it and gives him more of an opportunity for them to not kick out. Puts mm-hmm. more pressure on their shoulders, I guess. Um and then after this, this is when Pete Dunn attacked Tyler Bate, which you have him attack so many people, would you not expect some sort of disciplinary action there? Um, what? How would you... That's up for WWE's writing. That's like... I don't think so. That like anyone could have just done anything they wanted? Hmm.
1: I don't know. I, I don't... I really don't know. I think I'm okay with it because it sets up everything kind of gives you it builds the character of pete dunn too
0: it also that again like i said before it like the odds were definitely seemed like they were in dunn's favor definitely mm-hmm. seemed like he was going to win this tournament but i
1: agree i i agree with no discipline or anything like that with him being featured so heavily on the segments with triple h and william regal seeking him seeking him out i thought he was definitely a shoo-in for the win
0: yeah, but uh up next Neville made an appearance during this and uh it was a non-tournament match uh that he got himself into, but he he cut a whole promo about and everything. And uh Tommy End ended up accepting the challenge. The crowd loved it. Yeah, Tommy End from NXT now goes as Alistair Black. I guess uh it's kinda weird seeing them like, Oh, this is NXT superstar Tommy End, even though like over here, he's no longer Tommy End. Mm-hmm. But I guess you're over that much in the UK, then, yeah, of course, you're going to go with the famous name. Yeah. So, another but good I mean, match. it's
1: But I'm sure that everybody would know who he is when he comes out.
0: Yeah, definitely. But I guess for more of a namesake, they wanted, wanted him as that. But uh, it was a, a good match, a good debut for Tommy End.
1: I agree. I've never. I'll admit, I've never actually seen a match of his, and I was really impressed with this, with his kick, with his striking ability, his combos that he's done uh, to Neville. And I, do you think that he should have won or no? Or do you no. think that would have been like, oh, you just defeated a main? Or could have that been a good way to get him onto the main roster quicker?
0: No, well, I don't think I don't Neville. think Tommy End is gonna be in 205 Live.
1: Okay, but I mean, so, even still, defeating Neville is
0: a uh... no. Because if you have him defeat Neville, then Neville would look bad when he faces Rich Swan at the Royal Rumble for the Cruiserweight Championship. I agree. So, I understand where you're coming from. I get it. So yes, uh, Neville, great, great match on his behalf as well. Man. I thought it, I thought it was funny. Um, Nigel McGuinness, he he hits his finisher, and Nigel's like. Oh, a uh, corkscrew shooting star press. And Michael calls like, uh, the Red Arrow. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And then he said the Red Arrow as well. But yeah, oh, yeah. so that was a surprise. And uh, then in the main event for the WWE United oh. Kingdom Championship, were you going to say something else before that?
1: How did you know that? Did you hear me or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say with uh, I think that that's a great match, great, a great way for to get the crowd ready for this main event too. To, how else do you how do you go into the finals match put these two past wrestlers from that area that the crowd loves, being Neville and Tommy Yen to lead into the main event. I thought mm-hmm. it was that's good looking.
0: Balor was here somewhere too.
1: Oh uh, yeah, he was right after that. I believe. I think right before the main event as well, they had Finn Balor come out,
0: which I, I thought was really funny because like Cole and, and McGinnis were just talking to each other, and then all of a sudden you're, and they're like what, and like then they kept going on to what they were saying, and then you hear, P-p-p-p-p-. and it's like the first time that the heartbeat happened. It's like, how do you not realize that's Finn Balor's music? Mm. I thought that was funny. I I also I saw he was over in. uh during that, that tournament, he went to uh, Progress, I believe it was, and he competed. In his, <laughs> yeah, in I his saw this. Chairs. So, this was a nice surprise for them, too, I guess. Uh, I said a guess way too many times, but uh, the main event of the evening to crown the first ever champion, Tyler Bate defeated Pete Dunn to become the first ever champion. Mhm. Great match. I uh, agree with you. I was very impressed with this match. I was very impressed with a bunch of these matches.
1: Yeah, a lot of them were really. I'm, I was impressed with a lot of these wrestlers. You know, I not knowing many of them, I was highly impressed. I was a big fan of the tournament in general. I, I hope would. that they keep on doing these, where they bring in outside wrestlers from WWE contracts to perform for the WWE
0: universe. Yeah. And in this match, man, there was a lot of points that I was just like, I was like, "Oh, this is it! This is where Dunn wins." And mm-hmm. and then Bate kept hitting the the Tyler driver. Just mm-hmm. kept getting it, so it was a really good match. But uh, yeah, so he's now on the list of the youngest WWE champions. I think at number two. Yeah, how old? Eighteen or 19? nineteen? Nineteen. Yeah, and I think Renee Dupree was also nineteen when he was first champion.
1: I think so, but didn't you say something about Paige not being on there or almost? No,
0: Paige, Paige is at number ten with the Divas Championship, winning it at the age of twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Um, but she won NXT. she won the NXT Women's Championship, I think, at twenty. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically, she should be on there for that, and. Bump herself off at number
1: 10. How old was Bo Dallas when he won his NXT championship? Like
0: 23 or four or something like that. Oh, okay. I went through and looked at all of them mm-hmm. to like actually make sure, because they got David Flair on that list for, I think it's the US championship. Oh, no. So I was like looking for every excuse to like.
1: <laughs> yeah, how, tweet, tweet out to them be like, uh, David Flair shouldn't be on there.
0: But I definitely think. Well, I mean, he sh- technically, I guess, should be on there. If they're doing mm-hmm. the youngest champions in in their history, at least the territory that they have purchased. History, yes. That they would still use to this day. Yes. Even though it's not the same. I mean, it is technically, I guess, by WWE standards, the same lineage, even though it shouldn't be.
1: Hmm. I hear you. Well, all right, I think it's about time we continue with sports entertainment, and let's talk a little bit about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night
0: Night which first of all opened up, it was Martin Luther King Day, uh, which they opened up with a video package for for Martin Luther King and, and everything, all his accomplishments and achievements in this world. Um, and it featured a bunch of African American celebrities, but none of the people in the video—they were—they were there were none none of them were pro wrestlers. Hmm. And I don't understand how you have like you list all these famous celebrities, but like you don't like New Day just broke the record for the tag team championships in WWE. Ron Simmons, how do you not The Rock? Even well, you also. North?
1: I mean, you also know Vince McMahon like enjoys all the celebrity uh, involvement with WWE. So any chance they weren't chance that even like
0: take... they weren't even like like Neil deGrasse Tyson was one of the things that they showed. I like him. I, I'm not saying he's like uh, I like him too. I think he's awesome, but I don't like how how do you put him in there? Well, I actually, I should say he's a little bit more qualified in in history books and stuff, but how do you include some of these people that uh, you just don't include pro mm-hmm. wrestlers?
1: I agree with you.
0: I just didn't understand, especially The Rock. The Rock is the king of the world right now. Yeah. Just won a People's Choice Award last night. So, I just, I didn't understand that, but, uh... Monday Night Raw actually kicked off with Roman Reigns coming out. Speaking about losing the United States Championship. And uh, basically said that Chris Jericho couldn't do it one-on-one. And he needed Kevin Owens there. And that nobody could beat him one-on-one. Not Kevin Owens. Not Chris Jericho. And that he's going to leave the Royal Rumble as Universal Champion. And then he's going to go on to WrestleMania The main event at WrestleMania for the third time and uh, leave champion. So that led to to Paul Heyman coming out, obviously preaching about Brock Lesnar. Reigns backed him into a corner and then Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens came out. Kevin Owens was like, I'm going to be the champion after Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Wasn't a great impression, whatever. You've done better. Yeah, but uh, then Seth Rollins came out. I'm going to win the Royal Rumble, which led to um, Braun Strowman coming out, followed by Brock Lesnar. Sami Zayn attacked Braun Strowman from behind, which I was kind of hoping they were saving that for, like, the Royal Rumble.
1: I think you could still do it. I mean, it's not like it spoiled the...
0: uh, No, but I think it would have been more... I think the fans would have been more like excited to see like five, four, three, two, and then Sami Zayn comes out making his big return after being injured by Braun Strowman. Big return. Well, yeah, he's been out for the for a few weeks. Um. Oh. So I... I thought I thought that would they would have been good for them to save that, but they didn't. And then uh, everyone brawled. Basically, the Shield took out Braun Strowman. Brock Lesnar came in, took out the Shield. Sami Zayn. And then Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar stared at each other. And Strowman backed out. And then Roman Reigns hit Brock Lesnar and took out Jericho. KO. And uh, then Brock Lesnar hit an F5 on Roman Reigns. So I think everyone in this segment looked weak except for Brock Lesnar. Which is the Um, wrong thing.
1: I agree. I don't think that Brock Lesnar should have shined in this. I do...
0: Um, like I, I, I am excited th- for the Royal Rumble though. I assume if, if I if assume it... they're going to save the Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar face off for the mm-hmm. Rumble match. Yeah, but it's just like, it's, I mean, you're Braun Strowman. You're supposed to look like a monster, and here I'm backing out. I'm good. I'm not going to face Brock Lesnar.
1: Mm-hmm. Whatever. What are you going to do? What are you gonna do about it? Well, what are you going to do about it? Cass and Enzo took on and defeated Jinder Mahal and Rusev. Um, I thought that this was tag team action at its best right now. Uh, a lot of tag team maneuvers, quick tags, and I, I'm, I love how Cass and Enzo react with each other.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty straightforward match too. Mhm. Um, I don't know what they're building here with this.
1: I can only assume it's going to continue. Um,
0: how long until Cass speaks off on this? I don't think this is going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, me neither. So, uh, up next, Arya Davari defeated Lince Dorado. Jack Gallagher was on commentary for this. Um, but it, I mean. During this, Daivari hit the Rainmaker. Okay. It's like everybody now does the Rainmaker. Yeah. We just saw it at the the UK tournament. We saw it at, obviously, we saw it a lot during that Wrestle Kingdom 11 match. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so he did this. But I have to say his Cobra Clutch that he does is awesome. I don't know what else I would like, because it's not just a Cobra Clutch. But it's not a crossface, so I don't know what to actually call it. That I don't know. Because he's like, he has it locked in like a crossface, but it's just a Cobra Clutch. Mhm. So I thought it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Up next, I thought was one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever watched on Monday Night Raw. And there's been a lot of embarrassing things. Uh, they showed a clip of Sasha Banks getting her knee checked out by doctors. Before Monday Night Raw began uh, and Nia Jax, Sasha Banks was running the ropes and whatever, getting tested. Nia Jax appeared and took out Sasha Banks. And you weren't a fan of this? I was disgusted by it. I thought that you'd be a fan. I was disgusted with it. Not disgusted with the content. Disgusted with the fact that they actually played this for us and actually like tried to build a storyline out out of this
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it's like, that's like, to me, that's like straight up TNA and straight up TNA. TNA yeah. I, for me, that is at least Be- mm-hmm. because I, 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 maybe because I saw, first of all, Jax comes out, whatever you see the dude in the front row shoot up out of his seat. Mm-hmm. takes out his phone, and he's like, obviously, he's recording. Yeah. His feed is what I saw on Facebook. Huh. So, WWE plays a hard cam version of what what took place instead mm-hmm. of the actual incident. Oh, I know what
1: you're talking about. I saw the same video.
0: So... I think it was
1: just unnecessary, because then these people... They post pictures like Charlotte and her on Skype, um, what is it, uh, Instagram together. And it's like, how do you buy into this being not, sta- like, not legit?
0: Yeah, well. But it's like, they're like, oh my god, this is what happened on Facebook Live. And it's like, no, this isn't, like, maybe if you gave me what they showed on Facebook Live. But the Facebook Live video shows people looking like they don't even care about what's going on ringside around them about that, that Nia Jackson, in the ring attacking Sasha Banks. It looks like nobody even cares.
1: Yeah, you had some people over there pointing them, being like, oh, check this out. And then you had others trying to get involved and others just continuing continuing with their conversations.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like Nis and Gulak in the video that they showed us, but they at least, like, showed interest in it. Mm-hmm. But, like, this was just... I, I don't know. I just thought it was absurd that the guy just shoots up And to to stream it on Facebook, Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. Like who, who, like how? I just, that's just not stuff that would happen. That's not a thing. No.
1: No. Well, something that was almost a thing, the club picked up the victory over Cesaro and Sheamus, uh, following Sheamus, hitting the referee, knocking him out. They won by DQ, though. Yeah, the titles were on the line. Yeah, they thought that they won because they had they had the pinfall and everything. But the thing was, the referee was knocked out at the time, so they're having all these close, very close calls. Um, are they leading up to the club winning it? Maybe at WrestleMania.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I would assume Raw Rumble first. But uh, I thought this was a really good match. And uh, honestly, the one thing that I did not like was how the referee comes down to replace John Cohn in this counts to three. And then like instantly John Cohn like pops up and, and waves it off mm-hmm. and said it was a DQ. A like, lot of
1: fans were not fans of this. Really? Yeah. What were people saying? Well, Bullet club fans. Why? Well, because you want to see the club as champions already.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it only seems like time will. It's only a matter of time. So. I agree. I think matter of time. But yeah, I thought the match. Uh, just keep having matches like that. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. As long as there's storyline involved. Yeah. Up next, Tony Nieves was supposed to take on Rich Swan, but it didn't happen because Neville came out and attacked Rich Swan. Uh, they were showing clips of like highlights from last week and then during the highlights he came out and attacked him from behind and uh Nice ended up jumping in also which i liked and swan um niece jumped in because rich swan able was able to get the the upper hand over neville and uh so so Nice jumped in and i thought that was awesome Mm-hmm. And then uh, Neville pulled Nice off of Rich Swann. He goes, that's enough, that's enough. Nice is like, okay, that's fine. And then, boom, right right back to attacking Rich Swann. And then Neville Neville tossed Tony Nice out of the ring.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and then hit uh, Rich Swan with a kick. Yeah. So this was awesome to see Tony Nice used in a storyline like that, where like it gives me faith that WWE recognizes that Tony Nese is awesome and maybe he could one day be the Cruiserweight champion.
1: I hope so. I know we all do. Um, next up, you ended up having uh, Big E. Well, no, you had New Day.
0: Yeah, they, they, and cut, a, they cut a promo first about the Royal Rumble, which they, they were like, oh, the Royal Rumble is foe versus foe and friend versus friend. Which I was like, oh no, I hope this isn't gonna like lead to like a Too Cool thing where Rikishi and Too Cool are dancing in the rumble and then Rikishi eliminates Too Cool.
1: So who's the Rikishi of the tag team?
0: That's, I don't know. But they regardless which is one pro dot com slash marking out. It's like the first time in a long time by the way. Uh first time in a long time. He said uh they were like that that no matter what, no matter who wins if If New day wins, then we no, if one of us wins, then we all win. That's what they said, yeah, so that gave me hope. and uh then Titus came out and said that he doesn't even want to join New Day anymore. He's over that. He thinks he could replace New day, and since New day has three spots, they should let him take one of them. They're like nah we're we're good. and then he basically challenged them for the spot. And Big E stepped up and defeated Titus O'Neal. As he should. Yeah, I mean, it's, as, predicted. Yeah, as expected. He defeated, I mean, uh, Xavier Woods defeated him two weeks ago. Kofi defeated him last week. So, of course, naturally, this would would be Big E this week. Mm-hmm. It was a typical back-and-forth match, which uh, ended with, with Titus losing and not getting to be in the Royal Rumble, I guess.
1: Do you think that Titus is going to eliminate all three of them from the Royal Rumble?
0: Like, pull a Kai and Tai Ty type of thing and, like, run in? What do you mean? Where Kai and Tai kept running in and, well, they got eliminated. No, like, again, he
1: eliminates all three of them.
0: I don't even know if Titus is going to be in the Rumble. I said there's, like, 11 spots left. So it's, hmm. like, how many more? Like, I, I want at least, like, three surprises. Uh... So, like... Like, how many surprises can you have in a Raw Rumble? It should be, like, three minimum, no?
1: Maybe. Watch,
0: well, d makes a surprise. I doubt that, but I wouldn't even, like, want that. That's not a surprise I want.
1: Yeah, it's happened
0: already. Not really. It well, happened. I mean,
1: with the surprises and their return.
0: Well, I mean, it happened with Bubba. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's been back, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Up next, uh, this segment I did not like at all. Uh, well, not nah, I shouldn't say at all. But uh, Charlotte came out, basically just made fun of Bailey, which she made fun of Bailey as a kid because she had a dream to become a pro wrestler, and then she achieved the dream. Mm-hmm. And then she made like she would make fun of Bailey for going to autograph signings and basically being a she. She said. Bailey was nothing but an average fan or is nothing but an average fan. Which I think that just sends like a great message to the WWE universe. Like, Oh, don't dream kids. You're not going to be Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Don't go to autograph signings. You guys are marks. doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then Bailey came out and she said it doesn't that she, it was like she, she, she said it didn't matter that her father didn't have money no matter what, when WWE came to town, they would always go, and it didn't matter whether they sat ringside or all the way up. It was still awesome that she got to go, and then she became a WWE superstar. She achieved her dream. She didn't have Ric Flair to the the name to to get signed by. Mm-hmm. So, and then Bailey did some lame poetry stuff, which. This this whole thing was just like oh WWE needs new riders for RAW. Yeah, well, just which, to just, what's that? I was gonna say which also hilariously embarrassing uh, when Bailey uh, Charlotte was trying to leave. Bailey had the wacky wavy inflatable tube men pop mm-hmm. up, and Charlotte like punched one of them and had no effect because there's like yeah, it's know, all air. Yeah, like. But yeah, so what were you gonna add to this? I thought oh, no, I hated no. I really did hate that segment most of it, so
1: no, not not with really the segment, because I didn't really care about the segment. But I guess Joseph Connors and Pete Dunne, they have already been pulled from uh, IPW super show so, so broadcasts.
0: So it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Oh no, I totally I did not
1: care at all. Apparently Dunne's gonna still compete in the uh in a dark match, but no surprise there. WWE already starting to get a grip on the independents.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah.
1: Um. So next up, you ended up having a good old Cedric Alexander pick up a victory over the Brian Kendrick. I both. I thought it was a good match, but yeah, I don't really Alicia, have anything else to
0: say. Alicia Fox came out to help Cedric, and she like pushed the ropes to him, and. uh then he rolled out of the ring. Uh, he he told Alicia Fox basically to like what do you like what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And Brian Kendrick was able to hit a baseball slide to knock him down on the outside. I thought the ending of this was awesome because Kendrick um, tossed. I think he tossed Cedric Alexander back into the ring and got or no he waited. Cedric got into the ring and Kendrick was already in there or whatever, and uh, he locked in the captain's hook. Which Cedric, like, instantly reversed into the lumbar check, which I popped big time for that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was awesome. And then Alicia Fox came into the ring cheering for Cedric, and they both went to hug each other, and then he ducked it and walked out. So he's he's like, I'm done with you. I don't need you.
1: That's what he was like.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh here we go! Oh, main, the, uh, main event. event. Oh.
0: We saw Braun Strowman teaming up with Chris Jericho, teaming up with Kevin Owens to defeat Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Dean, Sami Zayn.
1: Oh ho 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 ho.
0: Um. Everyone brawled before the match even started with Braun Strowman coming out on top.
1: As he should have.
0: Which I would have assumed, like, oh, just then and there, WWE's throwing it out, knowing them. (laughs) Which did not happen, so. Um, But as far as the match, it was a standard six-man tag.
1: Yeah, you had your hot tags, you had people hitting their finishers. What I hated,
0: I thought it was just, like, the last time we saw it. With the uh, what was it, the Last Man Standing match with Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman, where that match ended with Braun Strowman hitting a running power slam on Zayn outside the ring, which I thought looked so weak. I absolutely hated that ending. This is exactly how it ended, except it ended in the ring with a three count. I hated. I just hate his running power slam. It doesn't look strong at all. For whatever reason, it just looks like a weak move.
1: Hmm. I see what you're saying.
0: Uh, But after the match, uh, Braun Strowman carried Sami Zayn up the ramp to put him through the announce table. Seth Rollins hit him with a chair and attacked Kevin Owens, hit Chris Jericho with a pedigree. Kevin Owens hit him with a chair. And then Roman Reigns went to spear Kevin Owens and got hit with the chair. And then Kevin Owens put him through the table.
1: Which was an awesome spot that the crowd... Popped
0: huge for. Yeah, I like you. Didn't know who was going through that table.
1: Mm-mm. And it ended up being Roman Reigns. Yeah. So that's always good. I'm very happy about that. Um. Yeah. So that is Monday Night Raw. Let's talk about some SmackDown. SmackDown. There you go. Shane McMahon kicked off SmackDown, uh, in the ring, talking about Royal Rumble, hyping it up.
0: Um, but well, yeah, kind of, but he—he he, not really, not well, yeah, well he, well he did the major part though of this whole promo was the fact that he announced the elimination chamber for February. There you go. And AJ Styles came out, complained about it, and he said that after he beats up John Cena at the Royal Rumble, he shouldn't have to face anyone in the elimination chamber, because I mean this—he's never been in an elimination chamber match before. But, um, I kind of, I, like, I could see this where WWE does this, but I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it doesn't lead to it. Um, mm-hmm. John Cena wins the title at Royal Rumble, tying Ric Flair. And then mm-hmm. AJ Styles wins it back in the Elimination Chamber. And then at WrestleMania, John Cena wins it again, becoming the 17th time WWE Champion.
1: You think that's going to happen?
0: I could see them doing it and I hope that's not the case. But you you mm-hmm. never you really never know with WWE.
1: Um but, no, you really don't.
0: John Cena came out during this and then Miz came out. Cena egged both AJ and Miz on against each other and then the match was set up. There. Yeah. yeah, so AJ Styles versus Miz actually went to a no contest though. Uh, John Cena was sitting on commentary and AJ Styles tossed Miz into Cena. Where, like, instead of John Cena just catching Miz and letting the match continue, he caught Miz and then tossed him into the the the, the barricade.
1: The barracuda?
0: The barricade. And then AJ Styles hit John Cena. So, I mean, either way, maybe, like... If John Cena stopped Miz and then didn't do anything, would the match have continued? Because AJ Styles punched him almost instantly. But I, I thought I, don't I, know. Just, I thought it was weird for John Cena to just toss Miz into the barricade like that. But mm-hmm. AJ Styles ran off, and uh, Miz took advantage of that. Well, tried to take advantage of that, and uh, got hit with the attitude adjustment inside the ring. And then AJ yeah. Styles tried to take advantage of that, with John Cena's being focused on Miz, only to also get hit by the attitude adjustment. Um, yeah. Then next up, you had
1: Nikki Bella
0: backstage.
1: Um, and kind of all she over the place.
0: Out. She was in the ring. She was calling out Natalia. Is that where it started? Yeah, Natalia, she, she's she was up in the fans, in the stands. Mm -hmm. And, and then walked into the corridor where the merchandise was being sold and spoke about how she doesn't have any merchandise and how there's so much Nikki Bella merchandise right next to John Cena's merchandise. She's like, oh, look, Undertaker has merchandise. My Uncle Brett, or my former Uncle Brett, has merchandise, which I thought was super weird that Bret Hart even had. I don't think they... I don't know if they sell... Retro merchandise. I don't know if that was just storyline that that was there, but. But yeah, so then Nikki met Natalia up by the merchandise stand and they brawled. Nikki attacked her. She went right through the table or the leg fell. I don't know if she went through the table. I wouldn't say that, but the security came, tried to break it up. Nikki slapped the hell out of a security guard, which is, is she going to be fine for that? Probably not. Yeah, probably not, but. I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed this this backstage segment. Or I'm sorry, or I, I can't segment.
1: Be, I can't get behind them.
0: I don't know but why, because you just saw like Natalia
1: Maybe, but I just don't like the storyline. I don't like the matches well, that the interaction well, that they've been having. First
0: of all, the storyline is garbage for the who attacked me at, at Survivor yeah. Series thing. But I think as far as that night goes, I thought that was that was good. I mean, they uh-huh. both they both showed like tremendous, like oh, like they weren't gonna not they weren't gonna back down. Mm-hmm. I think even at one point Natalia kicked a security guard. Mm-hmm. So they were both going at each other. So,
1: so is this gonna be a WrestleMania match?
0: It's probably gonna be a Raw Rumble match.
1: You sure none of these are gonna be WrestleMania matches?
0: I not I don't think so. I don't I couldn't see them just doing that at WrestleMania. Yeah, me neither. So.
1: But you can imagine
0: something else you can imagine because it took
1: place. Dean Ambrose, the champion, non-title match, picked up the victory over Randy Orton, uh, thanks to the distraction from Luke
0: Harper. I went through this match thinking, "Oh, like oh, cool," because Luke Harper took the bullet for Randy Orton.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Dean Ambrose dove out to the ring and basically Luke Harper took the, the dive, and, and Orton got out of the way for that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so maybe they're back on the same page. Except when Randy Orton went to hit the RKO, Luke Harper got into the ring, which distracted Randy Orton. Dean Ambrose then got the quick roll-up, one, two, three. And then Luke Harper and Randy Orton yelled at each other, and Bray Wyatt tried to jump in there and stop it, but uh, they they attacked each other. Yeah, they started uh, the little brawl for all in the Wyatt family. And and Bray Wyatt even even hit Luke Harper, telling him to stop. But uh, they just kept attacking each other. And uh, Bray Wyatt announced that next week on SmackDown to get it out of their system so the Wyatt family is stronger. We're going to be seeing Randy Orton versus Luke Harper. Uh,
1: Yeah, but we knew that this was going to happen.
0: Yeah, well... Well, we don't know if they're going to be stronger for it or what. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Most likely, it's going to lead to the demise of Randy Orton being with the Wyatt's or something like that.
1: I don't. I still don't understand why he's with them.
0: Yeah, that's still. Yeah, it still doesn't really make sense. But that's WWE. We're just supposed to get it shoved down our throats for um, until we actually believe that it happens. Yeah. So. But up next, we saw Lawler, Jerry the King Lawler return to, to, on screen. They were in Memphis, Tennessee, hosting the King's Court with Dolph Ziggler, uh, which it was about Dolph Ziggler's new attitude. And uh, Dolph Ziggler's like, you know, King, I, I knew you were going to ask this, so I've been meaning to show you this or whatever. And then he played the clip from a few years ago when uh, Ziggler was facing Jerry Lawler, hitting those repeated... Elbow drops, which eventually that night led to Lawler having a heart attack.
1: Yeah, I, thought, I, I agree with you that it was good storyline-wise to play that into it. Kind of get more heat o- over with Ziggler for those that did not remember what
0: happened. Yeah, and then uh, I, I thought it was brilliant. I really did thought it was brilliant. think it was brilliant. So much for saying brilliant, right? Uh, yeah. He He hit a super kick to Jerry Lawler's chest.
1: Right in the the heart?
0: Yeah, so look like, honestly, I don't know I, I know you would probably be less inclined to want to see it, but I wouldn't mind seeing a match uh between these two. If it I... helps if it helps get Dolph Ziggler more over as a heel, I'd be completely fine with that. Um I don't know if it would. Do you really think it would get him over as a heel even more? I mean everyone everyone booed him hitting the super kick on the chest, and everyone—I mean, at least mostly everyone—understands that Jerry Lawler had a heart attack. They just showed the clip and everything, mm-hmm. and mentioned it. So it's like, I think, yeah, I think, given who Jerry Lawler is and his position in the company, he's no longer on commentary full time. He's no longer doing anything with them full time at all. Mm-hmm. So I think it could—I think it could definitely enable. Dolph Ziggler to become a bigger heel? Uh, I guess we'll see. You have like a giant like street fight or something with them. We shall see. Yeah. Up next was the main event of SmackDown. You saw Alexa Bliss, the women's champion, defeat Becky Lynch inside the steel cage. For the first time ever, women on SmackDown in a steel cage. Um... I thought this match was great. I really did. I, I think their, I, their use of the cage I thought was good. I liked when they were both fighting on the top rope using the cage up to, at the at the top. Yeah, I
1: thought that they did a good job. I liked that top rope exploder
0: suplex. But you really say? Is it top rope? Really? I mean, back. I the, admit top, not the top top. She was on the middle rope. The middle rope. Alexa oh, Bliss was on the top. Exploder. Right? I, I I liked. Uh, Becky Lynch did like a springboard off the cage to do that, like a springboard sidekick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought that was great. And the, which that led to the Beck's floater suplex. Um, the one thing that I wish from this match that, that would have happened, that didn't happen was somebody escaping from the cage, but La Luchadora came out and prevented Becky Lynch from leaving the door. And when Becky went for the disarm her, La Luchadora got into the ring, and since there's no disqualifications, she was able to hit Becky Lynch with the long kiss goodnight.
1: Oh, is that the her finisher?
0: Yeah, with uh, well Mickey James's finisher. Uh-huh. And uh, Alexa Bliss hit a snap DDT, and then won. And then La Luchadora picked up Becky Lynch, and Becky was able to fight out of that and unmask. La Luchadora as Mickey James.
1: Yeah. Did this come to I was kind of more surprised that about the reaction to Mickey James. What do you is mean? Is it just is it just me or was it not that much of a pop?
0: Like um, I I was
1: expecting a lot more than what it really was.
0: I don't think they would have wanted a pop though. I think it would have like a gasp type of moment. hmm. And then, uh-huh. and then Alexa Bliss, that was like a, a split second distraction for for Becky Lynch. Alexa Bliss continued to beat down Becky Lynch, as did Mickey James. Yeah. So, but it's funny because like I didn't see dirt sheets or anything. I didn't read the news sites that supposedly said Mickey James was there that night. Mm-hmm. I just saw that when La Luchadora came out, she looked quite different. Than she did the past few times that we've seen her.
1: Which um, I'm a fan of it. I mean, you wanted to bring Mickey James back. They said that she signed a contract. So why not?
0: Yeah, and, and then she gets to work with Alexa Bliss. Kind of mentoring her, I guess. And she gets to work with Becky Lynch. I'm all for it. Yeah, so definitely pumped to see what's going to come of that.
1: Yeah, um, and that was
0: SmackDown.
1: Nothing else to really note from it.
0: Yeah, I um, mean, after SmackDown, of course, there's 205 Live.
1: Yeah, Drew Gulak picked up the victory over Cedric Alexander. Alicia Fox came out with Cedric. Nomdar, he came out to comfort Fox after Cedric told her to get out, leave, don't come back.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, so we'll see where that leads <laughs> to also. Uh, And she also, she slapped, she ended up slapping Noam Dar. I don't know if that was during. I can't remember, I'm assuming it was for 205 Live Mm -hmm. backstage, but I really don't remember. (sighs) But uh, Tony Nese defeated Mustafa Ali, which I still, I don't understand, because just a few weeks ago, Mustafa Ali, I believe, was telling people, like, making fun, not making fun of us, but like, yelling at Americans for judging him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I like, they were trying to pass him off as a heel, and now, like, we don't have him as a heel, because he's, I mean, Tony Neese is a clear heel in this.
1: Yeah, there is no reason for it, but whatever.
0: But the match that we're talking about, 205 Live 4, is the main event. The first ever I Forfeit match between Jack Gallagher and Aria Davari. This match I thought was awesome. Seriously, this would have been a good good episode of SmackDown for, that I would have enjoyed going to.
1: I actually thought that, too, because SmackDown's coming up to Albany. And I was just like, Damn. I could watch this before before the match. Uh, well, before SmackDown. No, that's
0: after SmackDown. Oh, it's after? Yeah, it airs live. Oh. They would have no crowd if it aired before SmackDown. That is true. Yeah, so. And then, yeah, so. I'd be super pissed off if you got to go see that, and I didn't. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's like, yeah, I get it. You're going to NXT, fine. I wish I could go, but I'm not you going. You can go. I am not going to take a three-hour bus ride or a three-hour train ride. No sure. reason for me to spend 80 bucks just to spend more money to go see NXT.
1: 80
0: bucks, $18? I'm not sitting on a bus for three hours. Why? That's just not, I don't need to do that. Which I would be disappointed if you went to go see SmackDown and you saw 205 Live. Well, I hope I go to NXT and I see a lot of wrestlers you want to see. Well, I'm sure you will. But the I Forfeit match I thought was really good. Um, Jack Gallagher kept pulling out umbrellas left and right. Yeah, I think he pulled out three umbrellas in total. Yeah. And, uh... Aria Davari had him locked in in that, in that Cobra Clutch, crossface, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what to call it. And uh, Gallagher was able to escape, and he locked in a crossface chicken wing with the umbrella, which was awesome. So yeah, you, I... Uh-huh. I was going to say, if, if anyone listening to, to, to this didn't see that match, check that out. And check out the cage match from SmackDown, and definitely check out the United Kingdom Championship Tournament.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. that tournament by far check out first though. But because it was yeah, in, that's cause it, it was uh-huh. in date
0: order. Yeah, oh, well how about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, like just in between the I forfeit match, um, and and the the cage match for SmackDown, as well as I, I mean I was a big fan of the Lawler segment. Mm-hmm. So, in between all of those, I thought this would have been a fine SmackDown event to go to.
1: Yeah, it seems like it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. But, but that was some sports entertainment. Now it's at time to actually ask you, Dave, Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs.
1: Thank you to only John Foss for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Nobody else promoted us. Why? Do you not listen? Do you not want to be promoted? Do you not want a shameless plug? Who are you? All right. Well, now it's time for Brandon's shout-out.
0: A friend of mine told me the other day that Donald Trump was president. I said, I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout-outs. That is right. My shout-outs. With the first shout-out going to the On Your Mark show. It returns on YouTube February 15th. So definitely be on the lookout for that. You can follow Mark E. Extreme on Twitter at O-Y-M Show. That's On Your Mark Show. Definitely check it out. I, I think this is one of the funniest things on the internet.
1: I agree. We've been watching this for a very long time.
0: Yeah, and and I I'm I'm, think more people
1: should be getting behind um, this.
0: Yeah, I can't believe it took this long to get more interviews, another season of it. So, well, I think that he has had more interviews, but just hasn't well, released. Well, they, I mean, like he has interviews like from like, uh, like I don't know if it was specifically WrestleCon or something, but like type of conventions like that. Yeah. So we have seen those, but we haven't actually seen specific sit down interviews like this in a while. So. I mean, past guests, you have Joey Ryan, you got uh, Matt Hardy. Uh, Nasty Boys, no, yeah. well, one of them. On, yeah, Brian Knobbs was on the convention circuit.
1: Uh, Joey Ryan, John Hennigan, I think.
0: Yeah, RVD, was, RVD was one of them. RVD. Uh, was Nigel McGinnis or no? No. Which one was? Oh, I keep... who is it? Um Shucks.
1: Who's the trainer for uh, WWE now?
0: Oh, Adam Pearce was one of them. Yep, Adam Pearce. I, I don't um, know why I thought Nigel McGuinness was one of them.
1: But yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, Skeeter, of course, Skeeter. <laughs> yeah. Legend.
0: Uh, yeah, check it out. February 15th, OYM Show for all the details. He was on TNA the other day. It was awesome. Yeah,
1: which is really awesome to see him get that exposure
0: um yeah next up though my shout outs going to the new wwe 2k17 downloadable content pack which i think this one was better than the legends pack that came out uh this one had the club this one had ty dillinger mojo raleigh and austin aries in it um it came with the hype Bros entrance and move set it came with the club's full three-man entrance with aj styles so that was awesome or
1: Finn
0: Balor? No, it's AJ. It's definitely AJ Styles. I I said to Linic, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if like nobody like nobody's putting Finn Balor with him with the club? Like it'd be funny if like there was like a hidden entrance because mm-hmm. there's hidden entrances all over that. game. Really? Yeah, like the Wyatt family has a four person entrance, and uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan have their own entrance, which I don't think it's like they're not in the game. But they mm-hmm. are, so yeah, so I mean maybe maybe finn balance with them, but check it out definitely uh definitely a thumbs up for this d l c um and hopefully number ten entry, I said it last year, Ty Dillinger to the royal rumble, I hope I think that would be a good spot for him too, good job with that one, especially cause, i mean like it's a he's a lot bigger of a of a name now than he was last year. I was so sure last year he was going to be at number 10. Did but you? That did not happen. So, But maybe this year. Who knows? Uh, well, he's
1: definitely ready to be called up.
0: Raw or SmackDown? I'd go Raw. I would say SmackDown. Hmm. Uh, but last up, shout outs going to those Jimmy Kimmel pranks. I, I rewatched like all of them the other day. And I think they're just, like, some of the funniest things. I watch, like, the the old Halloween, like, I ate your, your Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. I watch the Father's Day ones where, like, they spray your father with a hose or breakfast in bed or... I don't know that one. Yeah, or just breakfast in the morning or something. Like, they throw the breakfast at them. There's so many other videos. There's Valentine's Day, so many good ones. There's just so, like, there's so many people out there that listen to Jimmy Kimmel and it's funny, it's like... Once they like, once the people catch on, they're like, "Is this a is this a Jimmy Kimmel thing again?"
1: It's funny when the little kids catch on.
0: Yeah, like I hate you, Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Yeah, it's funny, but I'm yeah. not falling for this. This is Jimmy Kimmel.
0: Yeah, so definitely check those out. I just think they're so funny, and uh, yeah, so check them out. Now it's time for hour. Our... Our mark out moment of the week, um, I think collectively, a hundred percent collectively part of it at least would be Kurt Angle. Coming
1: I home. yeah, I know I know you you gave me oh uh, well you can finish come, I'll, coming back to WWE. Well, I uh, said coming I said coming home. Oh, coming home. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Brandon actually called me to tell me the news, and I wasn't excited for it. And I'm excited for it. Wait, I really am. What do you have... mean you
0: weren't excited for it?
1: Well, I mean I didn't give the reaction that you wanted me to.
0: What are you say t- you cried? What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> what am I talking about? Don't I'm no not, not part...
0: see now you're trying to make it like you didn't cry.
1: Uh-huh. No, you're you're totally right. I have no I,
0: reason to lie on a professional wrestling podcast that we've no, been when, doing when for ha- just when under have we, six years. When have we ever lied? Yeah, never. when have we ever lied? Kurt Angle's never been on this show. No. <laughs> I don't know. But
1: I think that once I see him, his music hit, and him up here, I'm gonna flip out.
0: Dude, it was awesome. People were still doing the "You Suck."
1: Uh, that I marked out for too. Yeah. Everyone saying that you suck, chant with it. I. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. Was there anything else that we marked out for? Uh, well, I mean, like, not related to pro wrestling, I kind of marked out I bought tickets again to another Broadway show. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I'm basing it just off the cast. I bought tickets uh-huh. to, to see Arthur Miller's The Price, which uh, stars Mark Ruffalo, always, uh-huh. always good, the Hulk in the Marvel movies, Tony Shalhoub, sure. played Monk, and uh, Danny DeVito's in it. That's uh, pretty cool. Making his Broadway debut. Really? Yeah. Huh.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm it seems that seems like that should be a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Did you have other mark out moments of the week?
1: I think I had a few, but I cannot remember any of
0: them. I mean, I know you were saying that you had the Marky Extreme being on TNA.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Marky Extreme being on TNA, and which, I, which you should watching say that only.
0: Well, you you watching should you only, say his name correctly though, if you're gonna. Counted
1: as Mark E Extreme was on TNA, and the only takeaway from that was I still it was on I, their their Facebook I, live stream. Oh yeah, but I can still justify. Oh, and Skeeter was on there yeah. too. Um, Skeeter High Flyer. I uh, I still can't get behind Josh Matthews. I'm still not a big fan of his at all. Far from it. Well, at
0: well, least at least Marky e was on the on the show yeah and uh maybe he is signed maybe he isn't signed
1: you know only time will tell
0: yes and that was our mark out moment of the week which now concludes our show episode number 311 you could check us out on google google play i mean (laughs) itunes and Stitcher radio you can buy our T-shirts at prowrestlingteescom slash Out. Yes, please. Please watch "Going with Brandon" episode five and yeah, sh- do that too. Share it, marking out. Uh, well, if you want to go watch that video, youtubecom slash Out 11 Check us out, markingout.com, facebook.com/slash/markingout. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We wish you the the. Best of luck luck in your your future future endeavors. endeavors. Have a fantastic week.